This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, hour number two. Myself, Andy, Charlie, and Eli Bremer joining us now. Eli, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Always a joy to have you, and we want want to have you on today, mainly because uh, Andy and I were chatting this past week, and just we do this on a routine basis as well. And I'll start before we really get going here, and I want to make sure everybody listening understands. I want to see our political party in Colorado, the GOP, I want to see us start winning, Eli. I am tired of losing. I hate losing. It's in my blood. I will cheat at board games to win because I hate losing so much. And I am tired of of living in a state as a Colorado native. I've been here 59 years, Eli. I'm tired of losing. That's why we're going to have this conversation. Well, I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. I mean, this is probably the most significant uh, topic inside the Republican system in Colorado right now. I cannot disagree with you at all on it. Okay, so before we get going, I know Andy's got a list of questions. I do as well, but I'll just start off with a, a general question. Where do you feel we're at not nationally, because that's a whole other conversation, but here locally in the state of Colorado, where do you feel we are as a political party in the state of Colorado? I, I believe right now we're at the worst state we've, we've been at since I got involved politically in 1994. Uh, I was in high school. My dad ran for office. Uh, I think our infrastructure is the worst. I think we've got more divisiveness in the party. Uh, and if you look at elections, that's where it's reflected. The elections, I, you know, I came out of, a, of an Olympic sports career, and you didn't win at the competition, you won in practice. In the same way, political parties don't just win at the ballot box. That's a reflection of how well they've set up their operations, and our operations, frankly, have never been worse. You know, Eli, my biggest concern is this. You cannot divide your way to success. You can't divide. You can't do it. And this is what I'm seeing at the top right now. And, and by the way, I feel very, very uncomfortable. I don't want to be attacking Dave Williams. I don't even know Dave Williams. I've never, you know, I I've interviewed him many times here. Yeah, that's fine. But I've never, you know, I don't want to be in a position doing that. But look, Dave Williams comes out and attacks the quote unquote establishment. He touts the grassroots. He attacks rhinos, as he calls them. I mean, Eli, should he even be using topics like that? Not just Dave. I mean, many members of the state party. Okay, should they even, being in leadership, be using um, terms like that that are dividing up the party? Not, not if we want to win. I mean, there's, you're 100% correct. You, you never divide your way to victory. Politics no. is about addition, not subtraction. 
And unfortunately, I think there's there's been a lot of Republicans who've gotten drawn into the drama. They like the controversies inside our party. And, and what I'm seeing right now is a general lack of focus on the things that are going to advance the conservative agenda. Right. We cannot win the conservative, a conservative agenda when Mike Lynch is the minority leader in the House and Paul Lundin is the minority leader in the Senate. Until that is majority leader Mike Lynch or Speaker of the House, Correct. Mike Lynch, majority leader Paul Lundin. Correct. There's virtually nothing we can do. Correct. I, I, Eli, and again, you've listened to me enough to know where I stand in all of this, and I am not one to just criticize to criticize. I'm a critical thinker. It's in my blood. It's the way that I've ran, you know, ran my businesses and fixed cars for you know gazillions of years and so on. You couldn't do the things I did without being one. So a lot of people at times will accuse me of being you know critical or negative or, or, or what have you, and, and I want to make sure everybody is listening you understands that it's not that, Eli, I'm trying to be critical of anyone. It's just I don't know how to fix things without first diagnosing the problem, much like I would fix a car, therefore attacking the problem to end up with the fix in the end. And that's all I feel like we're doing right now is really looking at where are our problems, how do we fix those, and then move on and join our party at, to your point, add numbers to it and help defeat the things that need defeated. You know, really, this is, in my opinion, a good versus evil battle. And unfortunately, we've got one side of the quote unquote good that I'm not so I'm not sure is so good. That's I'm going to be really frank. Eli, I'm not sure those I'm not sure they're so good after all. Well, it's it's hard to argue on that front. And you, you see the damage that's being done. I mean, the the, the border crisis has come to Colorado we're, we're facing the onslaught of the problems caused by Democrats, and the only way to stop this is to keep Democrats from controlling the political system. Correct. And there's, there's a lack of clarity on that being the singular most important thing that conservatives can do. And, you know, it, whether it's in business or sports, if you're not focused on what you're supposed to be doing— then you're going to waste a lot of resources and you're not going to get anything done. Okay, well, let me. you're talking about we have to stop Democrats from getting elected. Let me talk about somebody who helped Democrats get elected in the last election, and that is Ron Hanks. Okay, Ron Hanks, as you know, was a candidate for Senate, and he lost in the final primary. He then left the party, turned on our candidate. Uh, and, and before you go before you any further. Yes, go ahead. Before those people out there want to text me and say that the only reason he lost in the primary is because it's an open primary and or there was voting machine errors and flaws and blah, blah, blah. No, folks. I predicted on the front side that Joe O'Day would win the primary prior to any of that stuff ever going on. You can blame it on an open primary. Maybe that's the only excuse I'll listen to, Eli. But really, at the end of the day, uh, in my opinion, on the primary sides of things, Joe O'Day won fair and square. Yeah, I think I think uh, Joe O'Day would have won because there were that many people who simply looked at Ron Hanks and felt he was not He's electable. He wasn't electable in a blue state like this. Correct. But here's my question, Eli. Ron Hanks, who turned on our guy, he literally campaigned against, in the general election, against Joe O'Day and told his followers not to vote for the Republican ticket. He campaigned against the Republican ticket, and thereby he knows he helped the Democrat get elected. Now, Ron Hanks is our state GOP party's ballot and election security chair. He's chairing a committee for us. How can this happen? Am I out of my mind here? No, this is, it is completely ludicrous. And again, this is a symptom 
of the fundamental foundational problem that we have people who are running the system who are not doing what they should be doing. And Ron Hanks was not a serious person. I was in that race. I, I sat there in debates, and I, I heard him say things that were just flat-out provably untrue. He said we could cut the federal budget by 70%. There's, there's no serious thinker yeah, that says can't do, that. do that. And. I mean, I'm and, a budget-cutting I mean, guy, like Eli, and, and even I, as much as much as I would go in and slash things, there's no way you're going to get 70% out of it. No, it's, look, if, if you take the debt service payments and add that to the military budget, it's over 30%. Correct. So if we shut down the Department of State, Department of Homeland Security, if, if we defunded Congress, which maybe that would be a good thing, uh, and, and if we canceled Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, uh, you still would have to cut the military because you cannot cut your debt payments. So, you know, that's the kind of person he is, um, and, and I, I think it shows a lack of seriousness on the part of the party. It shows that what they're more interested in right now is infighting. And what's interesting is we have a lot of these debates inside of Colorado, and a lot of these folks pretend like there's not a template elsewhere. I tell you where we don't see this. We don't see it in New York, which had a red wave in the last election. We don't see it in Florida, where we had a red wave in the last election. Um, you don't see it in Texas. We don't see this kind of internal drama happening in places that are succeeding for Republicans. So, so you know, devil's advocate, why do we see it here? I, I think structurally— I mean, I think I know why, but why do we well, see it here? Well, I mean, yeah. if I may jump in for one moment, Eli, we just rewarded— divisiveness by rewarding a guy who churned on our own party. What kind of message does that send going forward to people? You can churn on our own candidates and we may reward you. Go ahead, Eli. Look, conservatives understand that people perform to incentives. If you give people larger welfare payments, they won't want to get a job. During the pandemic, we paid people not to work. They didn't work. I mean, and, and liberals were shocked by this. What we're seeing in the Republican system is simply the outcome of a set of, of perverse incentives. Our, our caucus system has been, if you look at every other state out there, there's no other state that does the system anymore. There are states who used to, but they got rid of it. And one of the things I learned in my career in the Olympics is if you wanted to alter the outcome of a competition or how athletes approach the season, change the selection system, and people will perform to the incentives. Mm-hmm. And so at a very foundational level, it's the caucus system incentivizes people who are more vitriolic, who are who have a lower opportunity cost. OK, single moms who are leaving kids at home don't participate. Military members don't participate. Doctors don't participate because they've got Eli, the people like me that kids. spend, you know, 25 hours or whatever it is a week on air don't participate. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and so and so the incentive system of the caucus. Uh, and I've written prolifically about this, is will always bring about a more divisive and, and from a mathematical sense, a, a fringier, you know, something away from the mean. The average Republican in Colorado isn't where our party is. The average Coloradan isn't where our political system is. Look no. at HH, defeated by 20 points. Right. There is no reason for us to be, you know, threatened with micro-minority status in the state house and the state Senate. When the electorate understands conservative fiscal values. We, we, the problem so, is, as you know, we just don't message well enough. And on top of that, my opinion, mine own, I'll see what you and Andy think, we run the wrong candidates as well. 
Well, and that that all starts in the in the caucus system. I just got out of a meeting where we were we were having this exact discussion, where it's getting harder and harder to field high quality candidates. And what's a high quality candidate? A high quality candidate is one that represents our values, but that also is electable in difficult districts. Right. Uh, Kevin McCarthy did an outstanding job uh, winning in the House when we were losing every other election. And how did he do it? He recruited veterans, minority, and women who had compelling narratives and who could actually win and hold these seats. If it weren't for his recruitment of compelling candidates, we wouldn't hold these seats right now. We would be in a minority in the, in the House. And guess what? They're not going to be investigating Hunter Biden then. They're not going to be looking at impeachment of Joe Biden. All the stuff that everybody's excited about happened because Kevin McCarthy took leadership. He did the hard work of recruiting, training, um, and supporting candidates who could win in tough districts. All right, we'll come right back. Eli Bremer with us. And if you got questions for Eli, send me a text message, 307-282-22, 307-282-22. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. 40% off right now, plus free labor on the install. Give them a call. Find them at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors won't pressure you to sign on the dotted line today to get, quote, the best prices. Owner Dave Bancroft wants you to take your time in making the right choice for your home and believes educating you, the customer, is the number one priority. Other companies just want to pressure you into a sale right now. Dave has seen homeowners with buyer's remorse after working with other high-pressure salesmen. Dave knows all the pitches and sales gimmicks out there. Dave respects you as a homeowner, so he will never pressure you. Veteran Windows and Doors is so confident in their top quality windows and expert installation process, they want you to get three competing bids. Veteran is not afraid to be compared to other companies because they want to do right by you. Don't get pressured into buying windows before you are ready. Work with Veteran Windows and Doors by going to klzradio.com slash window today. Hi-Fi Plumbing, make sure that your plumbing is ready to go for this uh, holiday season, Christmas and New Year's. And if you have a problem during that time, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. When temperatures plummet, the risk of water pipes freezing skyrockets. And Hi-Five Plumbing can house, especially on the exterior walls. It's imperative that you have it checked now. Once the temps drop below 30 degrees, you're risking damaged pipes, making a small fix something way bigger. This is especially true for pipes on exterior walls, in crawl spaces, at spigots, and even where most people forget. Down floor drains. Hi-Five has several ways to prevent and fix freezing pipes permanently. From insulating your pipes better to moving them off exterior walls or adding heated tape to prevent freezing, the Colorado Code certified techs at High 5 know what to look for to keep your water flowing. KLZ listeners receive a waived service fee. Just tell High 5 that John Rush sent you when you contact them at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Premier Home Remodels, if you're thinking about a remodel project, that's the place to call. They'll walk you through beginning to end on your project. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels can help you remodel while using the current equity already in your home. That equity has increased over the last decade due to the Colorado housing market boom. Premier knows that the sticker shock of remodeling will only increase, not decrease. So start planning now to build the space of your dreams. Your home's equity will also increase once construction starts, so use that as an advantage to get you the space you want. Premier's design team builds the project around your budget, and they will help you make it happen with the money already in your home. 
Their design team is tied directly to the success of the project. Work with a true design build team by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. In our home transitions, think about the re-up program and how it may work for you, especially if you've got a home that needs a bunch of remodeling that hasn't been done up to this point. Call them today. Find out how that works. 720-437-8210. You're worried about your parents living in that house as they get older. So now you really need Catherine and Robin of K&R Home Transitions by your side. Cat and Robin are passionate about helping adult children and their parents as they both had to painfully go through the process with their own parents. Cat and Robin can assist you as much or as little as you need, and they will partner with you to sell the house for the highest price possible in the shortest time. Whether it's estate sales, open houses, cleaning and decluttering, photos and marketing, probate and paperwork, or transitioning to living in a multi-generational home, whew, that's way too much work for one person. Cat and Robin are senior real estate specialists, certified living in place professionals, chartered advisors for senior living, and certified home stagers among their many certifications. Visit klzradio.com home to see their work and schedule a no-strings-attached free consultation with Cat and Robin. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Payne. On the line, we got Eli Bremer. Eli, I think what we're seeing overall is this. We have a new leadership team that is calling itself, at least, the grassroots. And I know that the term is misused. But they're basically saying we are now the grassroots Republicans have finally taken over the leadership. And what we're seeing basically is they are purging anybody who disagrees. And, and yeah. I mean, I, I'm seeing like it a lot. Andy. Or they're attacking people like Ken Buck, like Doug Lamborn. They are pursuing charges against their predecessor, Christy Burton Brown. What do you think of all this? Are you seeing this one-sided, basically, effort to come in and purge opposition? Well, well I am. And it's, it's actually quite stunning because if you think about it and you take a step back, uh, what what political strategy and philosophy is it to to have class warfare, to have the proletariat and the bourgeoisie? What strategy is it to claim that you speak for the voice of the people when you want a very strong party that usurps the voice of the people? Progressive. It's called Marxism. Right. It, well, it's also called Marxist. Yeah, right? it is. And this is textbook Marxism. If, if you were to describe to somebody these are the tactics that these people are using, what what strategy is that? Anybody in, you know, political philosophy say, oh, that's Marxist tactics. So it's sort of stunning to me to see Marxist tactics being now deployed inside the Republican Party. Well, yeah, well, really Marxism quick, Eli, what you're basically saying is silencing dissent, which is a very well, Marxist correct. tactic. It is. And, you know, I've, I've had elected officials who have said we should cancel the primary because then the voice of the people will be truly heard. Okay. And and you have a state party chair who has come out and attacked the, you know, he ran for Congress down in, in uh, Congressional District 5, where I'm from. The, the primary voters spoke resoundingly. They supported the incumbent who was reelected. And then you go to the party, an unelected position, and try to usurp the will of the voters. Again, that's 
that's what happened in the Soviet Union. It's what happens in communist China. And so it's, it's sort of bizarre to see that happening in our Republican Party. And when you look at the electoral failures and you say, okay, if our strategy is Republicans to be Marxists or progressives, then no wonder why we're not doing so well. Yeah, what's happened, I think, Eli, is, and some of these people, by the way, you know, I've known for years, have interviewed some of them over the years, Dave included, and I'm not against anyone. I just want to see, as I opened up with, I want to see us start winning. I want unification. I, I want to be, you know, under, you can call it a big tent, whatever you want to call it, but I feel like, Eli, that a lot of these individuals have gotten so, quote-unquote, principled They've become Marxist now in their approach to everything else, because if you're not with them, principally speaking, you're their enemy. Am I right? That's that's absolutely correct. Now, what's really interesting is if you research our founding fathers and you read how they set up our government, it was our founding fathers who said, we're setting up the government to be based on having to compromise. These were the principles our founding fathers told us. And so... We have people who are saying we're adhering to the founding principles, but don't understand not. that if, you, if you're going to try to get things through, you can't be a micro-minority and, and no. affect anything, particularly if you say I'm holding the line and I'm not going to try to work together to get something done. It's, it's, it's really bizarre to see it. And, and I make sure that everybody understands when I'm saying, that I say this this way as well. I am not also, Eli, a reach across the aisle and let's work with the left to get things done, because frankly, I could care less about that side of it. But internally, as our own party, yes, we have got to figure out ways to work together to move the ball forward or we're not going to. Well, and that's exactly what's happening is we're not moving the ball forward. No, we're not. We're, we're moving and, it the other direction. And, and it's not that they have principles. Uh, I'm a big fan of the, of the book Getting to Yes. I recommend everybody read it if you want to understand politics better, understand business better. And the authors there talk about the difference between principles and position. I am pro-life. Okay, that is my principle. Me too. However, if you are going to affect policy, you have to be careful not to get caught up on a position and that that is untenable. That's right. And when I do business negotiations, same thing. I have to find out what the best deal I can get is and it is not compromising my principle to get the best deal I can That's right. uh, in a negotiation. That's, right. That's just smart negotiating. Question for you, Eli, that I've always wondered, and I never asked you this directly, but I'll ask it now on air. Might as well. Might as well get this out there. As a business person myself, and I understand everything you just said, by the way, that happens daily with suppliers, employees, customers even. If you don't understand what you just said in business, you go broke. So the question that I have with our current leadership as a state party, and I don't know this answer, maybe you do, how many of them have ever written a payroll check? Uh, I think it's zero. That's uh, our problem, by the way. That is our, right yeah, there is our problem, because they've never had to be in a position to do what you just said, so they've never learned some of those tactics, I guess you could say, that strategy that it takes to move the ball forward. They've never had to do it. And going back to our founding fathers, our founding fathers were all businessmen. Correct. Our, our country was founded by businessmen who put these principles in place because they were students of Adam Smith. They understood free market economics. And, and this is a great concern I have is it's really hard. You know, when I, was, when I was doing Olympic sport, my coaches all had sports experience. They had all been athletes. They had done it. It's, it's very hard to defend the free market if you haven't participated. 
Uh, Eli, getting away from the fact that they're very biased toward their kind of Republican, and that's what we're seeing from the top right now in Colorado. If you're their kind of Republican, especially if you're a Trump-only type of Republican, not just like Trump, but Trump-only, then they love you. If you're anything else, you could get perched. Okay, moving on beyond that. What about the state party's absolute fixation with voter integrity laws, with reversing the steal of 2020 and all that? Because this is, I mean, let's face it, Ron Hanks, that's the position they just put him in, is to chair that up. That is their fixation. How does that sell in 2024 beyond our base? Well, it sells exactly as well as it has the last few elections. And by the way, this is not just a Republican-only problem. Look at Stacey Abrams. Voters in yep. Georgia True. rejected her Good point. While, while electing Democrats to the other statewide offices. She Great was point. supposed to be the up-and-coming Democrat, and she couldn't stop talking about how her election had been stolen. You know why, Eli? So, because all people look at when they hear those people, and all they hear is somebody that's a sore loser that's whining. Now, they could be right. They could be right. Problem is, the reality is, no one wants to hear it. You mean the claims of fraud could be right? Could be right, but here's the reality of it. It doesn't sell. No one cares. That's the problem, Eli. Well, that's right, and it's it's the boy who cried wolf so many times, you know, ever since the 2020 election. And and by the way, I would have sworn on a stack of Bibles on the night of the 2020 election that there had been massive systemic fraud. Agreed. I went and looked. I I went and looked. I took it on myself. I said, I'm a smart guy. I know how systems work. I'm going to go be one of those guys that looks for it and finds it. And I, I decided I was going to try to break the Colorado election system. And I went down, I talked to our clerk, I talked to workers there. I was going to find a way to break the system. And after months, I, I could not figure out a way to break our system. And that's when I turned the corner and I said, if I can't figure out how to break the system, and I've read all these other theories about it, mm-hmm. and I could debunk them quite easily because, you know, there were some very simple answers to a lot of the concerns people had. Um, I said, this is this is nuts. We've got to get back to winning hearts and minds and not tilting at windmills. Not bragging, Eli, but Andy and I, we even had a little bet over a cake over the last election when it came to governor and a few other seats. And again, not boasting. And I didn't do what you did. But prior to the election, I picked it within one point of the outcome of what it would be. So you tell me how there was not or you tell me how there was voter integrity problems when I, as a conservative, picked the outcome prior to the election. And I'm on our side. Well, and there, there were a lot of predictable results. I mean, if you looked at the polling ahead of time, if you, if you looked at how things were shaping up, there wasn't a lot to be surprised about. No. And, you know, so I looked at the results. They were fairly predictable, especially considering that we had a, a really a downturn from the national expectations. And, you know, had, had the national level done well, maybe, maybe things would have looked a little different. I, you know, but, I, and that's one thing where we agree on a lot of things. I'll disagree with you there. Because of the way our party has been running, the fact that we don't have solid leadership, we had infighting when it came to beating what I feel is probably one of the weakest senators on the entire planet – and the fact that we couldn't beat him because we couldn't get together with all of the infighting going on in the party, um, no, we're in shambles, Eli. Sorry, that, that, that Senate race alone in Colorado where we should have handily, handily beat the weak Democrat who, by the way, couldn't even stand on the podium running for president and, and talk his way out of a wet paper bag, we couldn't win that election. Well, John, look who we lost to in, in Pennsylvania. Fetterman. 
Yeah. My goodness. I know. Yeah, I mean, and, and that was, you know, quality, candidate quality matters. Uh, quality of the campaigns matter. I, I look, actually, I think the biggest tragedy of 2022 is CD8. There was no reason for Barb Kirkmeyer not to win that race. The reason Agreed. Barb lost is because there were a group of, of quote, Republicans who called everybody else rhinos, yep. who went and raised money and supported a libertarian candidate. That's right. And if you take the libertarian candidate out, Barb should have won by about two and a half or three points. Yep. And that makes sense for that district. And yep. we would have had another seat in Congress right now. We'd be defending the seat instead of trying to take it back, which yep. you have a huge but, advantage in defending. That's right. By the way, that's exactly what Ron Hanks did. He advocated for the Libertarian and called on his people to back the Libertarian. Well, and that's why now he's chairing a committee. Points. Now he's chairing a committee with the Colorado Republican Party. Again, I want to remind everybody, against one of the weakest senators on the planet, Michael Bennett. Exactly. Go ahead, and Eli. And so, you know, th- these, these things have consequences. When, when we have Republicans who deflect and who, who don't support our candidates in the general election, and I've been very straightforward. Last time I was on your show, I said... I will vote for whoever the Republican nominee for president. Me too. Me too. I don't know yet how I'm going to vote in the primary. I really don't know yet. Um, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how it's shaping up. I don't know if you guys saw, I think the news broke while we've been on air, that uh, the, the Colorado Supreme Court just declared Trump ineligible in Colorado, oh, which I'm 100% sure is going to get overturned by the Supreme Court. I would oh, hope yeah. so. Um, but, but, by the way, that's another example of an unelected board trying to influence elections. Yes. And that's one of the issues I have with the Republican Party organization, is that their job is to turn it back over to the voters and honor the will of the voters. And in the same way, I think it's not the job of the court system to declare that the leading Republican candidate for president is ineligible to be judged by the electorate. Agreed. This is a democratic republic. This great at the foundations of our governance here. Yep. We'll be right back. Eli Bremer with us. We're talking about what's going on in the state of Colorado. How do we change the tide here? How do we start winning? Very important for me. I talk about it on a continual basis. Affordable Mattress Mortgage is up next, by the way. Uh, and if you got a question on how to win with your mortgage, give Affordable Mattress Mortgage Kurt Rogers a call today, 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take aim. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take aim, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Home of the original asset manager loan, where you pay less interest and own your home faster, pay off your debt and save six to nine hundred a month, have access to your equity for thirty years. Call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred now. We listen and promise to do our best for you. Take aim, affordable interest mortgage. Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Over twenty years of low rates, outstanding service, and number one at putting you first. Let us show you how our experience saves you money. 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Group insurance analysts, any insurance need you have, and I really mean any. It could just be some special event you need insurance for. You name it, they can help you. E-GIA.com. Finding the right health insurance plan can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more in medical costs out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of ACA health specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs 
and at the very best premium. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is qualified health insurance plan, dental, life, or vision insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. GIA is an authorized enrollment center for Connect for Health Colorado, the only place you can get an advanced premium tax credit to lower your premium. Roof Savers of Colorado, Dave Hart will help you when it comes to roof repairs, extending the life of or a complete replacement. You name it, Dave does it all, including commercial roofs, 303-710-6916. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916, or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready forever Colorado throws its way. Genesis 1-3 Electric, make sure that you're dialed in when it comes to your electric needs, including breaker panels or breaker itself or switches or dimmers or whatever it is. If you need anything electrically speaking done, give Genesis 1-3 a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electric is on a mission to make your home electrical panels safe. Denver is home to many outdated electrical panels due to changes over the years in the electrical codes. And if your panel is made by certain specific manufacturers, you need a replacement unit ASAP. These obsolete panels are against the new Colorado electrical code because they are prone to malfunctions that can lead to fires in your home. Or if you've been experiencing things like flickering or dimming lights, breakers tripping more than usual, or receptacles that don't work, you need to call Genesis 1-3 Electrical for an inspection today. The team at Genesis 1-3 will provide the proper installation for your home, and they will educate you on everything you need to know about your new up-to-code electrical panel. KLZ has vetted and highly recommends Genesis 1-3 Electrical to keep your home safe and sound. Contact Dustin at Genesis 1-3 Electrical today at klzradio.com light to learn about special listener discounts. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, Eli, question for you. Welcome back, by the way. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Eli, the open primary, end of things, which Andy and I have talked about a little bit. I know you and Andy have as well. I look at that as a business owner, and I know everybody may be mad at me for saying this. I would prefer to not have an open primary, but we have it. It's the will of the voters. It, it's, whether you like it or not, it is what it is today. Now, I'm also, Eli, because I guess I'm a business owner, look at things that we may not always agree with as how can I turn lemons into lemonade? 
How can I make this now a golden opportunity? I see the open primary for us as Republicans and conservatives as really a gift horse, if we'd look at it correctly, because you've got the ability to really to reach out to people you might not other otherwise ever reach. Have them come onto your side, vote in your primary, talk to those people, communicate with those people, and really gather them on our side. I know it's much different than the way the current party chair and this is this particular uh, governorship in Colorado is looking at things as far as our party goes. But I look at that as a way to really embrace and bring voters in that we so drastically need. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, you're right. When you run a business, you have to be practical and you say, what can I control and what can I not? The, the reality of it is that Prop 107 and 108 are passed. They're established law. They're not going away. So our decision is not do we comply with law or not. We have to follow the law, despite what, again, some Republican elected officials are saying. Uh, but, but you're correct. That, that trial also creates an opportunity for us. My, my dad is a former county commissioner. Uh, I'm very proud of the fact that he's a, a winner of the Colorado Republican Party's Lifetime Achievement Award uh, two years ago, uh, one of the greatest men I've ever met. Um, and he has a great saying. He says, if you want to win an election, go pick an agreement with someone. And what the open primaries force us to do is look for areas of agreement right. or potentially look for areas of how to hone what we're saying. Uh, as you guys know, I've taken a, a very strong position nationally. I've been recognized nationally for uh, how I've dealt with supporting women's rights. And I always say it that way. I don't say anti-trans. I've worked with Democrats who are supporting our values and mm-hmm. saying that women's sports should be protected for biological women. Right. And um, and this is becoming a bigger and bigger issue. It is, yes. So, and, and, and again, and one of those, that, Eli, to your point, that most people, and really all but just a small percentage of people, I'm talking both sides of the aisle, can get behind. That's correct. It's, it's about a 75 to 80% issue, particularly when people are well-informed. That's right. And one of the epiphanies I had, I started picking this up when I was campaigning for Senate. And Fox News had articles about me, you know, this Olympian who was, who was talking about protecting women's sports from, from men who wanted to identify as women. And that one, I have worked with more liberal women on that cause who have come out and said they will never vote Democrat until the Democrats figure out what women are. Mm. Uh, we talk about abortion. If we, if we could find new and creative ways, Cory Gardner helped lead legislation on uh, birth control. And that was an area where I think most conservatives can get behind that. And we've got, we've got values that work there. And we also can get behind things like foster to adopt programs. Right. And if we would talk about the issues where we had agreement. Correct. Um, environmentalism. When I was campaigning, we made national news for talking about environmentalism from a conservative point of view. Because guess what? The U.S. is not the largest polluter in the world when you look at it on the basis of production. Right. It's China and India. That's correct. And our policies are shoving production over to China and India, which means for the same amount of product produced, there's higher levels of global pollution. That's right. Much higher. Yep. We, can talk, we can talk about free market economics, about, you know, dare I say, making America great again, and why that's actually good for the environment. And guess what? Environment, uh, environmental issues are always a top three issue for Colorado voters. Eli, and why waste time with it? Why, Eli, why waste time with any of those when you can talk about Stop the Steal of 2020? <laughs> well, it, it, and, and the results speak for themselves. Right. And, you know, the reality of it is the Democrats have a terrible record on environmentalism. Right. But at least they're talking about it. And so 
Colorado voters, Colorado is one of the most well-educated, if not the most well-educated mm-hmm. state in the country. I agree. And people forget that. Um, these are smart people. Yes, they are. And if you come to them with real solutions, yep. and, and instead of saying, I don't agree with global warming, I think you're an idiot, if you come in and say, if, if you agree that there's, if you think there's global warming, then you should like our solution, our free market solution, better than the, than the junk that a bartender from New York City is trying to shove down your throat. That's right. Fully agree. And, and again, Eli, back to your point, Andy, you said it a moment ago as well. You know, not only are we saying the things you just said a moment ago as a party, the, you know, the steal and all of that. Right. We're also saying we don't want your vote because we, don't, we want to shut you out of the primary completely. We, we want to go to a complete caucus system that's so closed-minded you'll never have a chance of voting on our side. Yeah, Eli, what does it do to tell 48% of the state's voters you are the problem with our primary? Well, it's just like with any business. If you if you go tell customers that you don't want their business, surprisingly, they comply. They go somewhere else. And yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's it's not that surprising. The best way to get someone to vote for you is to ask them to vote for you. Yep. Uh, it's not to beat them over the head and tell them how stupid they are and that you're you know more than they do. It's to it's to go stand on their doorstep and yep. say, "Hey, I'd love to represent you. Can I have your vote?" That's right. And so again, we. We can look at 49 other states where they're doing it better than we are in Colorado. It's not like there's not a model for this. Uh, I mean, Florida, if, if you look back at Florida for years, that was a tossy-turvy state. It was. DeSantis barely lost to a, to a guy who's a drug addict. I mean, it was, you know, it, was, it was barely happening. And now it's a Republican hegemony. And, you know, if you look at what they did there, if you look at their ballot access system, inter-party discipline, you know, how they function, it's, it's wholly different than what we have in Colorado. And one of my sayings that I like saying is Colorado has a choice. We can be the California of the Rockies or we can be the Florida of the Rockies. Hmm. And I'd rather emulate Florida than California. Okay, uh, Eli, things are not going well for the state party. Let's, fa- let's face facts. They're not going very well financially. They're not going well in that they're not winning any new voters, all right, which isn't looking good going forward. In the midst of things not going well, they're trying to turn all their attention at attacking their predecessors. They're trying to pursue charges against Christie. Which, by the way, is what Democrats do as well. Oh, totally. They're trying to pursue charges against Christie Burton Brown. And they are, let's see, oh, they're alleging that she gave out bonuses after losing an election, and they actually word it this way, after losing an election in what should have been a red wave. Uh, that, that happened nationwide. We did poorly nationwide. They're blaming right. her for Colorado. Setting all that aside, these supposed bonuses that she paid out, and she did pay out some bonuses, are they a bad thing? Well, if you've ever run a business, you understand exactly how bonuses are used. And... I've actually, I did some research on this. I talked to people from the state party to ask what, what really went on. And I've, I've run a party. I was the county party chair in El Paso back when we were a real a major party. And bonuses are used to impact performance. Like I said earlier, people perform to incentives. One of the problems you face as a chair who's not seeking re-election is that your staff is not particularly motivated to stick around. They tend to want to leave before you need them to leave because you've got to run the last set of meetings and such and do a transfer. And that wrecks the transition, doesn't it? It it does, because you you can't hold a legally compliant meeting if your staff's all, you know, taking new jobs because they don't think they're going to have a job 
when the when the gavel closes on the meeting. Right. So there's a lot of reasons why inside the party management system you would use bonuses and such. And there's also bonuses for the outcome of an election. But, you know, for instance, and I don't think this was one of the, the cases, but let's say you were giving your accountant a bonus for having no errors in your financial reports, you know, which are very tricky to do. Of course, you'd want to incentivize them to get their job done well. So, again, this, this stems from people who have never actually worked in the private sector who, who by all accounts, don't seem to understand how a business works. And, and I think it's just disgusting. And, and by the way, Christy, the former chair, is not a friend of mine. She's, I would call her an acquaintance. We're on fine yeah. terms. But I, I, she's not someone I know well. Um, I wasn't a supporter when she got elected. I, didn't, I wasn't a detractor. So, but I don't believe that she committed any fraud. I, from everything I know yeah. about her, she ran a competent party. Uh, there were no questions about that. And so the fact that they're bringing this up now, I think, is just, I agree. It's abhorrent. I agree. And, and, and like and you, Eli, I, I'm, you know, I was never a KBB fan. Wasn't her enemy, wasn't against her. She would never come on air with me. She came on with Andy a few times. That's neither here nor there. Uh, I, I speak very openly. Pretty much everybody knows where I stand on things, and I think it's at times why people decide not to come on air. Whatever, more power to them. That's fine. I mean, I am what I am, and I'm a, to your, as you know now, I'm a business guy, and I handle things very much that way. Now, I would say the only fault that KBB had, and I've looked at some of the same things you have, not as intrinsically as you have, but when I look at some of the headlines and even just know how some things work on the inner workings of things when it comes to these sorts of affiliations and, 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 you know, uh, organizations, I guess I should say, uh, I look at all that and say the only thing I think I could fault her for is the same thing we lack now, poor leadership. That's the only thing I can really fault her on. We still didn't win the things we should have. We still were not as cohesive as we should have. But I will say this. When it came to actual fundraising and putting money into the coffers and being able to do something inside the party, she was better at that than what we have right now. Oh, completely. And that's one of the most important things a party can do. If you think that finance does not drive the outcome of the Oh, election, they sure do. I got, I, I got some great oceanfront properties. Yeah, they sure do, Eli. Money drives everything, including how you win elections, unfortunately. And, and it, if you look at the correlation between how much money is spent on a campaign and the probability of winning, it is extremely high. And so when we're talking about the party, a lot of what the party needs to do is garner the resources. Yep. And, and the party has a, a strategic position in this because of campaign finance laws. The party can go out and fundraise way before we even know who the candidates are That's who right. will be running in the general election. That's okay, right. So when I was chair... It was the 2012 uh, presidential election, and we were raising a ton of money very early on because I was telling our donors, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have an army of volunteers who are going to go out and be deployed for whoever the nominee is, and that that candidate cannot be building their campaign infrastructure today because they don't even know if they're going to be the candidate, Mm -hmm. but we're going to do that, and that's what the party, when it's successful – that the party can do that because legally the party can coordinate with a candidate, whereas a PAC, a super PAC, an IEC, a 527, all these other para-political organizations cannot. Gotcha. And so, um, and so this is the party has an important role, and if you don't do that role, then it really hurts the candidates in the general election. That's right. And fundraising is one of their big jobs. Eli, we'll have you back. This is all good stuff. I think it's very important to continue to talk about this stuff as, as we get into 2024. We've got to make more of our own party aware of what's going on to make this actually 
uh, you know, fix this problem, I guess I could say. And yes, we do have a problem. If we don't fix this, we're not going to win much in Colorado moving forward. Merry Christmas to you, Eli. Thank you for joining us, and Happy New Year. And, again, we'll have you back once the New Year hits. We appreciate it very much. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas, and thanks for all you do. You betcha, man. Appreciate you very much. Geno's Auto Services next. Make sure that you go to Geno's and get everything taken care of today as you head through this holiday season. 303-794-6700 or genosautoservice.com, and Geno starts with a J. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Services special and save $45 on a coolant flush. Even as the weather is getting colder, your engine runs hot. When coolant degrades, it becomes acidic and can corrode your radiator, thermostat, and water pump, sending debris into your engine. These debris, if left unchecked, can lead to major headaches and repairs. Reduce the chance of overheating, even in cold weather, and keep corrosion at bay with a coolant flush special from Geno's. We offer loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Reduce the chance of overheating and save $45 on a coolant flush. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Geno's is celebrating our 40th holiday season. Thank you to all our clients and longtime customers for the patronage and support. We truly appreciate it. Wishing everyone happy holidays. Golden Eagle Financial, make sure that you're dialed in when it comes to your financial needs, especially as we start a new year. 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows how vital it is to plan today so you can maximize what you have tomorrow. The years pass faster as we age. And if you're in your 50s and you're still letting your employer manage your plan, you need to schedule a no-obligation meeting with Al to make sure you're on track. Al will take your goals, wants, and needs and create a comprehensive plan you can depend on. Make it your New Year's resolution to take control of your retirement, to maximize your opportunities in retirement, This is the right time for a fresh look at your retirement plan with Al Smith and his 30 years of financial experience. If you're over 50 and don't have a retirement advisor, or if you need a new perspective, contact Al today by going to klzradio.com slash money, schedule your free no obligation consultation, and see what Al and Golden Eagle can do for you. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. Make sure you get your things dialed in when it comes to your furnace today. Give them a call. Find them at klzradio.com. The reason Cub Creek Heating and AC is a Ream Pro Partner is because Cub Creek's installation process and customer service are exceptional. For example, Cub Creek takes an extra step other companies don't take, and that is ensuring your warranty registration on your furnace is completed as part of their installation process. This takes the hassle out of you worrying about any of it. They also inspect your entire system and properly seal all ductwork, preventing any leaks. If needed, Cub Creek will take the time to modify your filter access on your furnace so it's easier for you to use. Cub Creek also does things like helping you understand rebates and incentives for high-efficiency equipment so you don't miss out on any chance to save. They notify you when you are due for service or if there are recalls. The pro team at Cub Creek goes well above and beyond other HVAC companies so reach out to Doug and Hunter by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC today to schedule your service. All right, find out if, if uh, 
Solar is right for you. Give Alan Davis a call today. Level Engineering. Find him at klzradio.com. Alan Davis with Level Engineering knows that the power company is not your friend, that they don't have your best interests at heart. Aside from getting your power back on during an outage, they do three ugly things. First, they installed a smart meter on your home to charge you surge fees up to 300% during peak times. Next, they use some of your money to lobby public utility commissions to increase your bill. The power company tries to squeeze money out of you everywhere they can, but Alan Davis has the answer for you. Solar power will allow you to produce your own energy and get the power company out of your wallet. Call Alan Davis of Level Engineering to rid you and your family of the greedy power company and take a major step towards energy independence. You just need to reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com slash solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. Listen online, klzradio.com. Back to Rush to Reason. We are back. Myself, Andy, and Charlie. Eli uh, has left, and we appreciate Eli if you're listening. Thank you again for all that you do. And Andy, some of what even has happened recently led us to even have Eli on today, and that's with an individual you know very well that basically has decided that, you know, I'm bowing out. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, that's Rich Sokol, and he has resigned from the state GOP executive committee, and he has done it over the leadership of Dave Williams. He wrote... Uh, In his letter, you have used your position to demean and denigrate fellow Republicans. He wrote, "Um, I believe your job is to help Republicans get elected. That means all Republicans, not just those with whom you agree on certain policy issues. And he goes on from there and says, we are already greatly splintered. Your actions have furthered divisions instead of unifying. How does this help us? I just want to say this. I was the vice chair when Rich Sokol was the chair for Arapahoe County Republicans, and he treated all Republicans of all stripes equally, wonderfully, and served them all. There was never any favoritism, and that is why Rich left the executive committee. Given what's going on right now, I can't say that I blame him, as we just spent this last hour talking, and I wanted to do that in as much of a non-critical way and more factual, and these are the strategies that we need to change over to to start winning in Colorado. I feel like that's what we did this past hour. I know some of you may actually disagree. You're welcome to text me and give me that disagreement, and uh, otherwise we're going to be right back. In fact, when we come back, Andy's going to talk about why did Jesus Christ have to come to earth as a baby as soon as we come back. Okay. We'll do that in a moment. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.